Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. <laughs> Whatever time this finds you, I hope it finds you well. My name is Monserrada, and uh, my partner, Brittany Keys, are going to be talking to you about forgiveness during a pandemic. Um, Brittany will be joining us later with uh, what I believe is a panel of her coworkers talking on... Well, they're going to be dealing with... Um, some uh, pretty in-depth points about forgiveness um, and, and, and how some of these behaviors that would be considered innocent um, are handled differently um, during a pandemic. Um, but I want to start talking about uh, how we perhaps perceive forgiveness differently during a pandemic. And I have someone here who might have some input on it. I just hope I can get, get him close enough to the microphone. At some point, it will happen. But um, let's let's talk about the definition of forgiveness real quick, because I think it's worth mentioning. Um, forgiveness is both an emotional and a cognitive internal process by which the offended party or victim works through the hurt and relinquishes grudges, feelings of hatred, animosity, or resentment to the offender. Now, it feels very altruistic, and um, later on in, in the in the chapter, I don't know if all of you actually read it, there is this quote by Hillary Clinton that although feels prepared, very much so, um, it resonated with me because, let me just find it real quick, she says, forgiveness is a choice, and I fully respect those who don't make that choice for whatever reason in their personal or their professional lives, but for me, it was absolutely the right choice. She goes on to say, for me, it is something that is incredibly difficult, but I am grateful every day that that's the choice that I made and I've counseled others to see if, they're in, to see if in their own hearts they can also do that. Uh, granted, this woman lives in a different time and space continuum than we all do, but let's remember, this is, or this was in the context of her forgiving her husband for doing, well, we all know what he did and who he did it with. But it, it goes on to show that forgiveness, at best, is a messy thing. It It's not clean-cut. It is not... Um, it doesn't have steps 1 through 10. It is something that we have to work on and it doesn't necessarily happen overnight but i believe it is something that could possibly be much easier depending on the situation say for example i don't really think forgiveness is something that is really said between two people or between however many people i believe it's something it's kind of more of an action, I guess you could say, as usually when something needs to be forgiven, the environment and how people, uh, people's perspective of you or how they treat you changes slightly or greatly, depending on what happened. And I feel like between the people... Uh, forgiveness can be something fairly easy, you know, if things, let's say I did something that requires, you know, a mistake and, 
you know, I'm asking for forgiveness, right? I believe that if it was a verbal, I forgive you, it's more of a reassuring, reassuring words rather than actions, more like, I guess you can say actions speak louder than words, because, you know, you could say I forgive you, but if, if I feel that little difference in how you treat me, it's very, I don't know, it's very, um, how would I say, like, I guess I would feel like I wasn't forgiven, and I wouldn't feel so great about myself, but if things were back to normal, and we've discussed, well, I don't, I don't really know if you should discuss, but if things went back to normal, I feel like, and if there's no issues, then I feel like I've been forgiven, you know? So I believe it's more of an action between people than anything, which could be pretty simple and easy, you know, depending on the situation, uh, of course, but it could, I feel like it could be fairly easy in some situations. Well, like, for example, in the, in the book, and I think I learned something about myself while reading over this. Um... For instance, there is a section that says that Buddhism recognizes that feelings of hatred, animosity, and resentment have an effect on our mental well-being, and I came to realize that I might be dragging stuff that might have happened a long time ago, largely because of my inability or perhaps unwillingness to forgive. I feel like if... I don't feel, I feel like you've forgiven before. I feel like it's, because forgiveness can be over a tiny little thing, you know? It, it comes in all shapes and sizes. And, um, I don't know. It's very, it, it, it varies in difficulty as well, depending on its size. I feel like it's, um, I'm pretty sure in your, in, of at least what comes to mind first. I believe are pretty huge things that are I guess unforgivable in your eyes in terms of well I guess that's what led you to say um, that I am unable or unwilling to forgive yes and um, I feel as if that wouldn't necessarily change during a pandemic I feel like the pandemic just adds another layer, I guess. Like, I... Like, forgiveness would still be how I said it's... If things go back to normal, things are, you know... Like, kind of like it didn't happen, and the, vo the verbal, I forgive you, is very reassuring. Um, especially if you, you know, think a lot about it, and just hearing that makes, it's like a huge relief. But during a pandemic, I think it just adds things that, more things that need to be forgiven. Like, pre, pre-pandemic, we wouldn't, we wouldn't um, need to forgive someone for not wearing a mask, or not washing, uh, not washing their hands after touching any little thing. 
or carrying around hand sanitizer or wiping down their um, anything, their shopping cart. I'm pretty sure very little people have wiped down their shopping cart. And I don't know, just stuff like that. I feel like it just added more things that needed to be forgiven, I guess you could say, whether it's very little or very big. Would you forgive someone for being anti anti vax, anti vaccine, anti vaccine? No, you see, <laughs> so I know, get... but <laughs> that's okay. Look, I'm not saying I'm gonna forgive everyone and everything. I'm just saying it could be easy, you know. Like if they, if it's just a huge thing. It's like, come on, get the vaccine, you know stop all this madness and it's just and then that affects other people and then that misinformation just goes around and spreads like wildfire and then we're just we're the ones who are dealt who are left to deal with the consequences so i feel like that's very unforgivable like i feel like things that are unforgivable are Well, I don't think things are not unforgivable. I think things are just very difficult to be forgivable for. Okay, so let's 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 put a, let's put a face to some of this stuff. Okay, like for example, I have seen uh, portions of your family's group chat. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I don't support what they'd be talking well about. i know but some of these people firmly believe that for example the vaccine is okay, an attempt me, at government control let me right the people here no wait 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 wait, wait. so they, they firmly believe that the vaccine is an attempt at government control so what if one of them let's say were to get this and spread it around between family members would you eventually find it in your heart to forgive this person for if they got what of course and i mean i don't believe in the vaccine because it's government control 5g blah 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 whatever Uh, they get the coronavirus and then they spread it when it could have been prevented in the first place by them not having this crazy ideas of the vaccine is uh bad for me would you would you find it in your heart to forgive these people Mm. listen this is a different situation than if we didn't i don't know but it's still forgiveness yes i know i know but it's just i feel like it'd be easier to forgive family than to forgive a stranger for not getting the vaccine you know so like let's say we we do catch it and you know or one of them catches it after not getting the vaccine and well even though the vaccine is very not widely available but when it is or if they had the opportunity to and they turned it down it's kind of like I don't know if if they were to put my family in danger I feel like I I would try not to hold like, I feel like in the moment I would be extremely frustrated, angry, and, you know. So, this is the case where in forgiveness, things are not the same. Thing, people will not be treated the same. And this they will have this uneasy environment when they're in the same room, I guess you could say. So, I feel like 
as time goes by, I could forgive him. But I feel like if if so, the worst case scenario, you know, someone dies from this after catching it because of them, then I feel like I would need some time. Like I know I said it, I said it could be easy. I'm not saying it is easy or it could be overnight. I'm not saying it's always overnight. So this would take who knows how long for me to forgive his people. Would it be years? I don't know. I, I I couldn't say I haven't dealt with that yet and I can't really speak from experience. Would you drag it along like I have for years on end? I don't I don't know. Cause I can't it, say because I haven't yet I've yet to experience something like that. Kind of sort of. But they would let me tell you, they would be much more um easier to forgive than Wendy Williams or Elon Musk or Joe Rogan. Did you they're all anti vaccine. They literally went out and said they're not getting it. And they're so proud of it too. So it's like I'm definitely not forgiving them. Like why would I? But if it's family I feel like I should give them, you know. I just give me some time. It's that kinship that that makes you more prone to saying, "Okay, I will forgive you." Exactly. Hmm. Other than Wendy Williams, I, I don't think we we like Wendy Williams <laughs> over here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, I'm gonna throw it to um, my partner Brittany and her um, amazing coworkers. Um, so I'm I'm hoping that we can connect all this and make sense of what's going on. Um, I do have a question from you for you. Since you did have to work from home, did you harbor any bitterness that they didn't just let you recover? Um, no, because I owe a duty to my clients to make sure that their cases move forward. So I felt like, you know, I, if anything, I'm a lot more fortunate than others in this entire economic, you know, uh, uh, climate that we're in to have a job. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I feel honored that I'm able to actually, you know, work and get paid. And, you know, if I have the means and if I'm able to, then I'll do it. You know, I wasn't like bedridden. Um, you know, I did feel a little under the weather, but, um, you know, the staff here were, uh, nice enough to, to, to emphasize that I go at my own pace. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's, that's more than I can ask for. If anything, I felt like they forgave me for getting sick. And that's, that's great, right? Yeah, I guess one could look at it that way. Um, but that does bring up my next question of what are areas in your lives that you think that you have needed to be forgiven? And also, I uh, just want to side note and say that one of my other friends, Matt, walked into the room. And so he's going to be joining us in the podcast. So, Matt, any ways that you think that you have needed... Any ways that you felt that you need to be forgiven? Um, you know, this COVID time has been hard for all of us. Uh, I too got coronavirus. And that same day that I found out I got coronavirus, I was having a party at my house, which apparently you're not supposed to do. So, um, you know, I found out that I had coronavirus at around 11:30 at night right when the party was wrapping up so i definitely needed forgiveness for all of the people i exposed 
How did those conversations go, Matt? I didn't want to have them. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what I really need forgiveness for is the fact that I didn't want to have those conversations with people. You know, during coronavirus, I feel like part of it's my fault for allowing a party to happen at my place, but a part of it's also the fault of everybody who decided to take part in that. Um, I wasn't very, I didn't know. But you know. threw a party. You invited people. Well, so it was my roommate's boyfriend's birthday. Uh-huh. And I said it was okay for there to be a party. But it was at my place. Mm-hmm. So most of the people there weren't even people that I knew that well. Mm-hmm. They were his friends. So I didn't really want to tell all of them since I had just met them that day. I feel like... So I made him do it. Okay. Okay. Um, and, maybe, yeah, yeah, it was an interesting time in my life. Alright, well thanks for answering the question and being so, so honest. <laughs> um, Alright, well, the next question, I guess, is, is it easy to forgive people? Just plain and simple, is it easy to forgive people? I think it depends on um, your own actions in the past. Okay. Or the actions around others that um, that you're around. So if you're if you're more susceptible to seeing that same scenario play out to somebody else in your life or to yourself, you're easier to forgive somebody else for doing this same exact action okay. because you understand what circumstances that person may be in to be able to commit such action. Okay. So you apply that to people and does it matter like if it's say for instance if your mom who did the offense rather than your husband who did the offense could you could you do you apply that same line of thought to just anyone in general or is it like say for instance if your husband did this it would be I think I do it to everyone um sometimes I I think it's a good thing because I, I empathize, but sometimes I feel like I might be too harsh in not forgiving them because I say, well, I would have never done that, but I'm comparing them to myself. Okay. Uh, if I don't know anybody that's been in that exact exact same scenario. So it can go both ways, uh, whether it's positive or negative, but I do apply it to everyone in my life. Gotcha. Especially with my husband because I say, <laughs> well, would I have told them that? And then I expect him to... I expect I expect the same things from him. Yeah, that makes sense. What about you guys? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I agree. I think whenever... I think when you forgive somebody, there's the underlying assumption that they wronged you somehow, right? Right. For the most part. And I think um, that we apply certain standards or expectations to people, mm-hmm. and if they don't meet those standards, then, you know, that is where they've wronged us, right? So, for example, you know... I, I think highly of my mom and my dad, and if they do something that would upset me, you know, I hold them to a higher standard than I do, you know, with my friends. So I would find it harder to forgive them for doing so-called, you know, uh, uh, act of whatever it is, than as opposed to, you know, if my friends did it, right? And not to say that I hold my friends to a lower standard than my parents, but, you know, that's just an example, right? You know, if one of my buddies, uh, you know, forgot to get me a, you know, beer from the fridge, 
I would be, you know, totally cool with it. But if my girlfriend forgot to get me a beer from the fridge, I'd be like, hey, come on, you know, like, you know, we have uh, more of a closer in this relationship, right? I feel like you not getting me something is a little bit more inconsiderate than it would be for my friends, right? Interesting. Yeah, true. Ignoring the fact that Harrison's a misogynistic. Um, <laughs> I, I agree with Gabby and Harrison. It's I all situational. That came off, right? <laughs> it's all it's all situational, and I think yeah. you know you have to look about who's involved exactly the extent of what they did wrong and that's that's other all the factors that, that apply but those are really great thoughts y'all honestly kind of went through most of the questions and i only have like two left on here that i was going to ask and it was um what are some nonverbal ways that we show forgiveness to others acts of kindness mm-hmm. i think it's a big one okay yeah so even if it's something small or maybe it doesn't even have to be a gift or um a big gesture but even something like so small for example if my husband and I get in a fight and then we just don't talk about it and it's just silent so we don't know where we left off but if we're going to bed and he gets me a cup a glass of water because we always go to sleep with water beside our bed I know that he forgave me or vice versa if I'm not mad enough to get him a cup of water then I know that we've moved on even though we don't conclude the argument which is another problem but (laughs) I think the act of getting each other water is how we show uh, that we've moved on. That's really sweet, Gabby. <laughs> wow. Um, how might others use nonverbal language to show that they forgive you? Would you also say acts of kindness? I would say, you know, just returning back to normal. Like if someone's upset at you, it's not going to be the same. You know, they're not, they're going to avoid you. They're going to walk around you. They're not going to say hi. It's when things start to return back to normal, any nonverbal, like, like acts of kindness, doing anything, just getting the same elevator as you is kind of like showing good faith that you're yeah. kind of forgiving them. Do you guys um, need for there to be a conversation to happen when there is an offense? Because me, like, there are sometimes there are small things and people are like, okay, that's, it wasn't a big deal. Like, we need to just move on. But, like, I have to talk about everything, which is, like, not the healthiest but I'm like hey we need to verbally resolve this and say like hey I'm sorry hey I forgive you and then walk away are y'all the same or no it depends yeah yeah it just depends on what was done wrong like if it was something small I'm gonna forget about it in a day I don't really need your forgiveness or anything but what's something small I don't know the beer Oh. <laughs> Your girlfriend forgetting to get you a beer? Yeah, I don't expect that out of her. I'm not misogynistic. <laughs> um, but uh, I got it like that. <laughs> but uh, you know, if it's something bigger, then I would like somebody to talk to me about it. But you know, time heals all wounds. So if your relationship with somebody's strong enough, it sometimes doesn't really matter what they did. You can get over it. Yeah. That's true. I don't know. I kind of make my my uh, explain out to me what she did wrong. Are you, what? Like, explain. Yeah, oh, you know, there's another misogynist in the room. Probably. No, it's not. It's not. It's not. <laughs> <themselves>. <laughs> it's not necessarily a misogynistic issue. It's more that she never, you know, it, it because we're getting married. Right. It's a you big, know, big freaking deal. If there's an issue, I want it to be put on the table, and I want my, you know, you know. I want it to be explained and clear why I was upset because I don't want it to happen again. 
you know if you're getting married you got to think about these things like you're if if there's an issue and it's never actually addressed and you just ignore it and it keeps coming up and coming up 30 years down the line you know that could end in divorce and that's something that you know i feel like is important especially with people you really care about having a lasting relationship with parents your family brothers sisters uh, you know spouses that you actually know the the kind of I guess heart of the issue and that's 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 talked about yeah. if you don't talk about your issues it's it's fine if it's just baseline friends you know you get right. over it you don't really care that much but if it's something that's going to bother you the rest of your life then you should definitely talk about it yeah but on the other side of that token um you know there's certain people that you have relationships with that you know for example like my brother right mm-hmm. anything I've known him for my entire life, and anything that he does just infuriates me. It could be anything, and, like, I would just want to murder him, right? Not I relate literally, to that, yeah. right? And, you know, <laughs> when you have this relationship, a sibling relationship, there's just a lot of things that you don't want to talk about, actually. Like, there's, there's just, it just makes you so uncomfortable, and it gets under your skin that, you know, after, if me and my brother were getting into an argument, I would so much rather just not talk about it. You know, for me, for him to forgive me, I would much rather him just act like things are normal the next day. Like, we don't even, don't even fuss about it. We just keep moving on. And Interesting. Like, you know, like, one time back in college, me and my brother were roommates. Uh, we were, like, moving into, like, this townhome, and I accidentally, like, we were carrying this large, like, washing machine up the stairs. And I guess I didn't hold it or tell him that I was tired, so I put it down and it fell on him. And we literally got in a fist fight. We literally got in a fist fight. Like, he literally beat me up. Oh, my gosh. On the stairs. Harrison. Yeah. And I, I remember him telling me the next day, he's like, he so much would have rather me just, like, not talk about it. Because I, I told him, like, hey, do you want to talk about this? Because we need to talk about this. Like, that wasn't cool. And he's like, no. Like, let's just move on. And I was like, I'm totally cool with that, too. And those are just instances where it's like, sometimes communication isn't necessary. Because sometimes... You know, you think that knowing that how much you love each other outweighs the need to talk about exactly. Actually, yes, I feel like that fills in the gaps, right? Like, it's it's the context of the relationship that you can. So you don't see yourself like twenty years at a family reunion. Another fist fight's just fine, right? (laughs) Yeah. Look, well, (laughs) as long as as long as you don't break your nose, like it'll be just. So then you guys don't talk about it, but then you you just like the nonverbal like acts of yeah, hey, you're forgiven. Just, just, just the outward display of sweeping it under the rug. However, whatever that, whatever that manifests into, that. Okay. Wow. Um, that was actually interesting. Learning that you almost killed your brother on purpose. Wow. Not that <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question for you guys, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to answer these questions with me. Um, I feel like I got to know all of you just like a slight degree deeper and my heart is so happy. Um, but to wrap up the conversation about forgiveness, we're friends, we work alongside each other. Let's take this time. Is there anything that you guys need to forgive me for, or I need to ask your forgiveness of? No, Brittany. I think you need to share away, but I don't know about these other fools. (laughs) What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm good to go. I yeah, there's nothing. There's no, there's no, no really bad blood in our office. There's no, no one does anything bad in our office to be forgiven for. Besides Harrison, John, I hold some resentment against Kenneth, but that's another story. <laughs> well, that's kind of funny. I'm sure your ex-girlfriend resents you too. Oh. Okay. <laughs> that's funny. Moving on. 
I was gonna say that I too hold some resentment against Kenneth, but Brittany, you, you're just fine. Okay, wow. <laughs> Gabby. Yes, Brittany. Brittany. No, Brittany. Brittany's great. So you know that you're the heart and soul of this office, and I am not. Um, even though I feel like we do talk about, you are the type of person that talks about things when you want forgiveness. So even if it was something so small. <laughs> Um, we're all good to go. I think we're all squared away. Okay. So well, thank, thank you, so you guys. Thanks, Brittany. Thank you, Brittany. Thank you.